Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Brewing CISFA. What's Brewing CISFA is a podcast produced for the California Community College's Student Financial Aid Administrators Association. I'm your host, Dennis Schrader. I serve as the 2021-2022 CISFA past president. And I'm Dana Yarbrough, Dennis's co-host and fellow employee at Los Angeles Mission College. What's Brewing CISFA hopes to inform and entertain you 30 minutes at a time. So let's start the show. And welcome to another episode of What's Brewing CISFA. Let's start this show with our first cup. Dana, I didn't even give you time to bring your cup. First in. of all, this is misleading. No, I see no cups in hands. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I got a large. Oh, soft, there you go. Okay. Soft drink, everyone. I don't have nothing, but I do have a nice plate of chips waiting for me at my desk. I know that's why this show will be speedy. Maybe thirty minutes less of entertaining and informing. <laughs> Maybe some some percentage less on that front. Got you. But we'll see how things work. <laughs> Look, I had my coffee early. Uh oh. I now so found out. You know, I said the French roast that we have, a mm-hmm. little strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you don't like you don't like those type of flavors. I know that one. I found out. Okay, I figured that out late. Oh, but then today I did the Pikes Peak. That Pikes, uh, Pikes Place. Okay, That's, uh, Starbucks. Which is normally good, but I think I hit the strong button on the oh, coffee maker. Okay, too strong. And how many ounces did you make? Twelve. I I mean, I even watered it, it down. Still, it was still too strong for you. <clears throat> wow. Look that that cake cup machine of mine. It knows. Even if it's doing 12, it's strong. And let me ask you, do you put creamer and sugar and all that? Maybe that's where I went wrong. Yeah, you need to. If you're having it that dark, you should put a little creamer in there. I need to do that. Uh-huh. See, like if I have coffee, like sometimes at the cigar shop, mm-hmm. even though there's one guy there that's always like, I've never seen Dennis drink coffee. <laughs> and it's always every time that he sees me drinking coffee. But it's maybe like once a week, oh, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, I do put a little sugar in. Okay, then, yes. We so, have half and half, but I, yeah. I was going to say, you know, or either, because, again, you're not a, it seems like you're not a flavor person, so maybe half and half with the Pike's Place and some sugar. That might work. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, when we do, um, when we usually have the financial aid committee meeting for the district mm-hmm. once a month, and we meet downtown, someone's always got coffee going. Then I use those little, uh, <clears throat> you know, hazelnut. Yeah. Whatever. The prepackaged ones. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Instead of the big bottle that we have here, the five-gallon yeah. one that uh-huh. we that you guys drain off of. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah so I use those. All right. Because, you know, every coffee, you don't know what it is. It kind of mild, you know, mm-hmm. mellows it out. Yeah. I think that's what you needed uh, this morning. <sighs> I think I did. I do. I make sure when I'm brewing uh, Pike Place. Yeah. I do like it strong. Uh-huh. So I usually go 10-ounce strong. Okay. And then... um. Put some creamer in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I used that big mug you got me, you know, from the CNN, CNN International yeah. when you guys were down there for the uh, FSA conference. Yeah, like five million years ago. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cup survived. All this time, yeah. Yeah. Although one time when I came back after a weekend, I had some coffee in there. Oh. It was more than just dried out. Did I think there was like plants. growing? Yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I had you some plants some algae growing. in there. Yeah. Yeah, put some, uh, some bleach or something. <clears throat> Well, usually what I do is I leave a little spring water at the end of the day. Okay. Put it in there. And then before I drop, throw my soda away at the end of the day, if I've gotten one, like from going to lunch or whatever, mm-hmm. pour it all in there. And I usually have extra oh, napkins. and you clean it out. And wipe okay. it down inside and out. Got you. So you have like a system going <clears> in there. I do. And it usually works, but sometimes it doesn't. Right. 
Sometimes I forget. It happens. And next thing you know, have you seen the Simpsons episode? I think it's one of the Halloween ones uh, where it's like they have to come up with science projects. And Lisa Simpson, uh, I forgot what she does. She like, <clears throat> she's going to grow something like a little, you know, pot or whatever. Uh-huh. And she zaps it with like some static electricity. Oh, it was, her, it was like a tooth. Like, you know, like her Bart lost a tooth, put it in some dirt. She zapped it with some, you know, static. Next thing you know, it's growing like little teeny tiny people and all. <laughs> and it's oh, like. Oh, and it's their, yes, it's their own like little. It's their own little world. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then how does it get destroyed in the end? Uh, Bart. Well, it almost gets destroyed because Bart comes by and starts, you know. Yeah. Poking at it. And she's like, quit it, you know. Uh-huh. And then they shrink her down and think that she's like the queen. <clears throat> and then they keep talking about, and the evil one, and they all like, oh, this Bart. And she goes, that's my brother. You know, so at some point, Bart ends up taking the whole thing to class as his project. Because Lisa's stuck in the world. Yes. As a little person. Man, you have a good memory. <laughs> I know all the Simpsons. Yeah, you're... Um, I don't have the lines memorized as some people do. But you probably are are good, though, at when you're watching an episode. Probably seen every single one of them at least five times. Wow. I'm going light on that. You know, it could be more. And are you staying up uh, on the current episodes? That one, not so much. I did have to set the DVR sometime last year. Uh, to record all new episodes. Wow. So I'm, I'm probably the last couple of years I'm a little haphazard on. Okay. But I do seem, they do seem to get um, re-ran quicker because it's Fox and it's on FX when mm-hmm. they do the reruns. Yeah. So I'm getting caught up. And I think uh, you can stream it on Disney Plus app too. Would Disney Plus be free? No, of course. <clears throat> well, then I that. guess I won't be uh, streaming that now, will I? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not like uh, Dana. You know, I don't have. Oh uh, uh, no, like I was, unlimited money no, for. Sir. Uh, no, sir. No, uh, sir. We're gonna take the frugal route and get rid of some of these streaming services. Yeah, so if I anyone can... has an antenna that they can stick on the back of a TV, <laughs> absolutely. Dana would like to buy it from you because we gotta pay uh, gas. We have to pay for these gas going on. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we are definitely in the six plus range around yes, this part are. of town. Yes, we are. It's awful. It's awful. Yes, I think I have is. to fill up this week, too. Oh, no. Oh, and I always forget which day is better, earlier and later. Whatever it is, I'm going to end up paying too much. Absolutely. That's for sure. I'm very sorry for your troubles here. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thank God I don't drive like a gigantic pickup truck or something, you know. Ooh, <clears> can you <throat> imagine? That's at least a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you. Your car is a little older. Uh-huh. Would you say it's not that efficient or... So you get decent mileage. I, I mean, need, it's like a four cylinder. I need to give you and the listeners a quick backstory about my mom. So everybody, mm-hmm. I drive my mom's car because I got rid of mine. She's uh, somewhere out there. <sighs> I don't know where, but hopefully in a good place. <clears throat> um, but anyways, yes. so mom's car, something is wrong with the gas gauge. Uh huh. So even though you fill it up, it's... The gauge only goes, um, it doesn't go ha- a little bit above halfway. Oh, half, okay. Right? Okay. So we always have at least a quarter tank. <laughs> Dana, do you have a tripodometer? <laughs> what the heck is that? What is that? You don't know what a tripodometer is? I sure don't. What is that? So in your car, uh-huh. depend- now in the olden days, they did not exist at all. But okay. your car would have one. In the olden days, all you had was the odometer, right? Okay. Now, is yours electric or is it like the actual little wheels? 
It's the actual little wheels. Okay. Now, is there anywhere else on the dash or otherwise that you see a smaller set, like maybe only three digits of little wheels? I don't know. I need to pay attention. <clears throat> we'll have car. to look this up, people. Okay. The reason is that's what's called the trip odometer. Like in my car, I have it. Now, it's all electronic. So there's the odometer, and then off to the side is the trip odometer, and usually there's a button somewhere on the dash, sometimes right next to it if it's a mechanical kind. Okay. Sometimes somewhere else. That you basically can reset that every time you fill up the tank. So we'll know that. Okay, exactly. So you let that thing keep going. So like in your car's case, if you know you can get 220 miles, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know by the time that trip odometer hits 200, you, you got to fill up. Yeah, okay. But as soon as you fill up, then you hit reset and it starts over that trip. While your regular odometer obviously just keeps rolling yeah. along. Okay. Cool. So look for that if that's an option on your car. On should car. be. They, they started coming out in... I'm going to say even in the 90s, maybe. Okay. Because Mom's is a 2003, I think. It almost has to be. It almost yeah. has to be out there somewhere. Uh-huh. Okay. And again, if, if it's sometimes it's electronic, even when the odometer is a real thing with the moving wheels. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's literally two little sets of moving wheels. And usually, like your regular odometer is like six or seven digits, mm-hmm. right? And the last digit's a different color because that's the tenths of the mile. Your trip odometer might only be... Uh, three or four wheels, because you might only read into the hundreds. Gotcha. Plus the, you know, the tens. Okay. So look for that. I will. That way, you know, you never have to worry about if your mom forgot to fill up. Oh, she doesn't. She's all, she's on that. She's on okay. that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, so we always have some gas in there. Okay. <laughs> some gas. And so like. When Not really we, sure how much is some. Right? But there's some, everybody. There is some. So we, when we fill up, mm-hmm. quote, air quotes. We pray only maybe like 30, 35, 40. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I tend to run mine down, unfortunately. Okay. Like all Would the you, way like past the No, I, I try not to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the car will give me like at 50 mile, what they anticipate is 50 miles or less. Mm-hmm. We'll go beep, beep, beep. Got you. But, I, and the reason I don't do it is because a friend once told me, I'm not worried with this car, it's new. But as you get lower, mm-hmm. you know, it puts more stress on the pump. Mm-hmm. And the filter, and so sometimes you're then starting to filter what might yes. otherwise be sitting at the yep. bottom of uh-huh. your gas tank. The impurities, exactly. So it could uh-huh. not be as good for your car either. My uncle actually uh, told me that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah when I had my uh, my sunshine, oh, my, sunshine. My Volkswagen. Everybody, yeah. we'll have another show to uh, memorialize mm-hmm. Dana's old car yes. that was really, really old. Yeah, and and uh, was begging for years to <laughs> be put out of its misery. And it finally did. Yes. Mm-hmm. You really had no choice. Because it, it was either that or you had to Fred Flintstone it to work and work your feet on the ground. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, because that car was not going to ride drive on its own. No, no sir. No, everything yeah. is. Although it had very new parts. Yeah. In many parts of it because so many things had fallen apart. Absolutely. But like you said, and I actually think I got rid of it at the right time, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah. But I do. I miss that car so much. I do too because it was easy to spot when Dana was at work. It was very bright mm-hmm. in the in the garage. It was easy to see here at work. And it's such a fun car. Yeah, uh, fun you car. can't top a the newer Volkswagen right. style. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, Dana, let's let's move on with some nice little music, a little bit of music to move us into our segment because I want to talk about the past conference. And we're back for our second cup on the What's Brewing CISPA show. 
Time to refill your imaginary cups, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Dana, the reason I've thrown this show together is because mere hours ago, President Robinson wrapped up our CISFA conference. All right. And uh, for those who were at the conference and hopefully uh, made some time during their lunch hour on Tuesday, were able to join us for yeah. a live session. It was awesome. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had almost 50 people or maybe more, Man. <clears throat> you know, coming and going. We got celeb sat- status. I think so. <laughs> and I have to, and I really do want to thank all those that uh, I made uh, call outs to in the middle of the yeah, show. That was fun. Because uh, I had really meant to send an email earlier in the week mm-hmm. or late last week. But when you're doing so much work, you kind of forget things. Yeah. Uh, just to st- pre-warn people that if they're going to jump on, you know, if you're you okay up. to that you would talk to you, please, you know, join us. So we'd literally just like call out someone that we'd see on the list of participants and go, I wonder if they'll allow me to unmute them and they'll talk. Mm-hmm. And everyone did. I got to say, I was very happy. <laughs> it was fun. And um, it was nice seeing everybody mm-hmm. and talking to everybody and catching up and yes to hear how everybody was enjoying the conference and the keynote yeah the keynote sounds like it went off real well for those who were not able to join us at the conference we had dr ali hushmand president at rowan university from glassboro new jersey they are a public four-year school but they have graduate programs they have two medical schools a regular medical school and one of osteopathic medicine and they are now adding the veterinary Oh, wow. Medicine. Nice. I guess the first one in Jersey, which is hard to believe. You would have thought a state like New Jersey might have had a school like that already. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do have farmland and stuff like that, but it's the first one of those. But um, I was, of course, inspired by the fact that I read about them four or five years ago. And a simple fundraising project of his that built off of a hobby of growing peppers where he sold some hot sauce. Well, given away at a fundraiser. Turned into a large-scale thing where they now sell hot sauce by the bottle uh, through their student store. And the money goes towards their emergency funds for students. That is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I didn't get a chance to ask. Um, so you said they they process it on campus? or Well, they, they grow it. They have so they, land like a farm or something. They gotcha. grow it. It's okay. processed, I think, off-campus at like a food place. Okay. Uh, but there's this like whole... Uh, thing they do on campus as far as agriculture, as far as growing and all that. And that's part of the process. Yeah, and the students do it. The yeah. students are involved from A to Z. As he mentioned during the keynote, um, you know, it turned out to be a project where students were working, getting paid, and able to, in a sense, see A to Z, the process. Mm-hmm. Everything from growing and selecting the peppers, what you're going to grow, the uh, the work on cooking them, making the sauce. And then the selling of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Man. so we got to try to do something here on our campus. Well, remember, that was one of my uh, takeaway I dare you to's yeah. from the conference mm-hmm. for the live show was, mm-hmm. you know, think of a hobby or something you do, maybe out in your regular life, you know, that nobody knows about maybe, you know, <laughs> that you have this hobby. And think about, it, is there a way to that you can help benefit your school, your students, your society, your your group. You know, I mean, there's bake sales and stuff like that, but what's what goes beyond that? And again, this was a very interesting, you know, take that he had on it. That's why I dare everyone to think about that. Yeah. Dana, what would your hobby be? Oh, man. Tea? 
Would you learn how to grow some tea? This is a good And then question. offer up some extremely expensive you know, tea. Actually, that's not a bad idea. You know? Um, like I mean, you've got that interest, you know? <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, and then like sell it at different tiers. Like this is gold mm. level. This is platinum level. And yes. Yeah. I can Limited run. Uh-huh. Make some money. Oh, and then um, we can have like um, tea with Dana. Oh. You know, it can be I like, like an event. <clears throat> I yes, like that. Some type of campus-wide event, and we have high tea. Oh, yeah, look we, at you. You're mm-hmm. going fancy now. <laughs> and then that's how, oh, man, you give me ideas here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You give me ideas. Yeah. Ideas. Because I can reach out to um, the community, community leaders, maybe even business community <clears throat> leaders, and we can have this high tea, and I can talk to them about scholarships. And yes. Know how it's important to pour into these art. Pour into very good. <laughs> yeah, because you might need a little bit of land in a community garden or somewhere. You know, you you want to grow. I mean, you know, like here on campus, our culinary people have their little herb garden. Yeah, they do. Just outside, you uh-huh. know, you'd need a little bit of space, but you could grow Dana's uh, teas. Mm-hmm. I can see it. Now. I wonder what flavor like. Mm. I have to think about this. You may have to <clears throat> study up a little bit or ask one of our colleagues that works here. Yeah. PC, Pete Chow, <laughs> yeah. as you call her. She'll give us uh, uh, tips. On how that's done because I really don't know the, like the right type of soil or climate that's that true. you need for tea or certain teas you can grow in, mm-hmm. say like our type of climate here in Southern yeah. California. And then how that changes or influences flavor, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mildness or, yeah, like all that. Yeah, yeah. I can see it now. Man, this is, man, okay. Forget about Tivana, everybody. <laughs> Just look for T. Dana. <laughs> uh, look at that. One letter different, right? <laughs> Tivana, T. Dana. I like bro teas. Bro teas? <laughs> wow. That sounds wrong. Actually, no. Yeah, I, I don't back. know. I take that back. Yeah, I don't know. That day, I think we've gone down the wrong <laughs> path. We've gone down a route. Yeah. That could take us to dark. Let's just leave it at that. I dare yeah. you to, everybody. Look at a hobby, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and come up with something that you might want to do. Yes. But yes, a keynote. Going back to the keynote. Yeah, I think it was just a fantastic. I'm very happy that I got him uh, to commit. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, again, interesting guy. Interesting background. One of ten kids. Man. Can you imagine that? No. No. I'm an only child, so no, I cannot. I mean, if you had a one-story house, it would be like a city block. Wow! Right? If you had bunk beds, there'd be like who's on the fifth bunk? That's a top? lot of dang people and his poor mother. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm That's why kidding. when he left to go to college, he, le- he he was born in Tehran. Okay. He went to London. He had to get out. Oh. <laughs> he went to London, uh, and then he ended up in his states thereafter. But okay. Yeah. He was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Man. Mathematician. All his graduate work is basically math, so he's a very logical, uh, scientific approach when it comes to uh, what he talked about during the keynote as far as how you uh, grow a university, maintain a university, how you uh, make certain that you're serving students. You know, uh, it's very interesting. So hopefully someday we can get him out here on the coast in person with some hot sauce. CISFA has uh, committed to buying some. Uh, we haven't figured out. We're going to work it out with uh, the Rowan University Bookstore uh, so that people who attended the conference either can, uh, you know, get in a lottery or raffle for it, or we'll do like the first 100 or 200 people that signed up for the, con- for the conference. We're going to do something. That's awesome. Supports them, supports our members. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And then it creates a, a, a relationship. 
Yes. We have a new uh, relationship with uh, him and his uh, university. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So what else about the conference, you know? Well, I, like? from the comments that I'm seeing and from the sessions I've gone to, things have ran really smooth. Awesome. And, <clears throat> you know, it's chaos behind the scenes. Yes. You know, we had to have... Um, Maybe a couple of weeks ago, we had a couple of people who had to drop out from sessions due to some family things. Okay. And then we had some even last minute, uh, same type of thing affected a couple of people. Uh, so some sessions that were planned disappeared. Uh, but it's too late to add anything at, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the sessions seemed to go really, really well. We had a lot of flexibility that helped because where we may have said 50 to 55 minutes for a Department of Ed presentation. Some of their pre-recorded ones were much longer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we had to stretch those things out too a little bit. <laughs> so uh, we made it all work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the federal update as the last thing on the th- uh, schedule today. Mm-hmm. So no, it went really well. I I watched uh, a variety of sessions from um, Office of Inspector General, uh, from Virginia Higgins, from Department of Ed doing R two T four verification. A different trainer from Department of Ed doing the federal update. Uh, I did. A, I sat in on Lisa Mandy, Lisa Mandy, the incoming president elect for the association from uh, De Anza College. She did one on emergency funds because she had done one the year before. I asked her if you know, kind of take a survey, get an idea of what's going on with and all the different things that are out there because you know we have federal ones, we have state ones, and. How are colleges doing it? Because I always like to know how other colleges are doing it because I assume they're doing it better than me. <laughs> that's that's usually how I start. Uh, <clears throat> people have yet to prove me wrong. <laughs> really, people stop trying that. You know, I ha- I got to be doing something right here, right, Dana? Crickets. Wow. <laughs> you heard it here. Thanks, Dana, for the moral support that I never get from you. I know now not to come to you. Isn't there an event I can send you away to and then send someone else in here that would, you know? As long as you got that gas money, yeah. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) Now I got to get her gas money just to get her home. Well, apparently. This coming from the woman who lives, what, three minutes away? Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Because hopefully it doesn't get to this point. I might have to take that bike. Oh, my goodness. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I start using that bike, man. Wow. Man. Thinking of bikes, I don't know if I told you this. I was reading an article <clears throat> in the Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. There's this couple, retired. They rode a tandem bike. You know what those are, right? A uh, double seat, right? <clears throat> yeah, back and uh-huh. front. Yeah. They rode a tandem bike from the Bay Area, San Francisco area, okay, all the way out to Virginia. Whoa. Yes. That's and, they, and it's a long article, and they explain the whole trip, how they set it up. How you prepare to carry just enough because you don't want to add a ton of weight to I mean, any kind lot. of bike. That's a lot, yeah. Yes, and then going up even little bits of incline wow. like the Rockies and then yeah. coming down, uh-huh. traffic. And then, you know, you think of the Rockies. That's enough of a climb right there, right? Mm-hmm. But then uh, you get to the Appalachian Mountains out on the East Coast, and it's up and down a lot faster Okay, because they're kind of condensed. But, yeah. I'm guessing when you said bikes, uh-huh. I'm thinking I can see Dana now. Now, just out of curiosity, did they bike back to San Francisco? No. Or? Okay. No, I don't think so. But the fact that they even did it, 
and finished it. Yeah, and I guess there's like a few different routes you can take, like through Denver. There's like a southern route. You kind of all end up D.C. area, Virginia. Did they mention how long it took them? Wow. It's like 90-some days. Wow. Fairly straightforward, straight through. X number of miles a day. And then rest <clears> up and <throat> yeah. prepare for the next day. Their whole goal was never to walk the bike. Okay. You know, so even on days of uh, inclines and all, they would plan not to come up on the night time where they had an incline that mm-hmm. meant more work. Got you. So. Wow, they were you know. very strategic about that. Yeah. I mean, it's a little like a friend of ours, Brian Dickinson, who's uh, probably out on the trail right now. His goal when he retired from the state was... You've heard of the Pacific Coast? No, Pacific Crest Trail. I don't think so. Okay. So there's a trail literally from border of Mexico. Okay. It takes the, not the tops of mountains, but it's inward of land uh, quite a bit. There's literally a trail all the way up the coast to Washington State. Wow. And his goal was to start, he was supposed to start a couple weeks ago. I haven't heard from him. But as he said, limited communications. Yeah, because and do that. That's a man. There's a good movie about it too. Okay. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I think it's just called Wild. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's it's Mm -hmm. based upon a woman who wrote a book about how certain things in her life are falling apart, and Mm -hmm. she decided to do this. So Reese plays that woman in the book. Okay. And so it's it's kind of informative, you know, somewhat dramatic. Mm About her doing this whole thing. Okay. So uh, definitely catch it. Now, is he um, going on biking or? No, no, walking? it's walk, walk, oh, walk. It's, it's hiking. So it's He's hiking. supposed to be doing it with his wife. His wife uh, will have to join him in segments because uh, she's still working and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, but that's he was supposed to have hit the road. That is so cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we've already talked about trying to meet up when he comes through this area, which would be. Um, like Agua Dulce and stuff like okay, that, a little yeah. more inland, uh-huh. the trail kind of goes through there. You can kind of find it on maps if you look for it. Wow. But yeah. That's something. Yeah, so, you know. But those are, again, the types of things, like these people who tandem bike and Dana trying to get to work on a bike. You got to plan out your routes, people. <laughs> okay, I will. I'll I'm just saying, you got to plan those. Don't you know. just go willy-nilly? No, 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 no. Okay. Have maps. Got you. Maybe some GPS on you. All right, maybe some water. Take some water. Uh, take some water. Some snacks. Uh, take some snacks. Okay. Yeah. And make sure I have my, my biking shoes. Yes, uh, of course, because, mm-hmm. you know, you want to make sure, especially if you're like a real bicyclist, you know, right. you've got to wear those shoes that lock in. Yes. Because nothing else tells everybody else that you're a biker. That's right. Unless you have the shoes that make a lot of noise. You better. It's a little like golfers and the, and the cleats, oh, you know, that. when they come through on a hard floor and it goes clackety clack, then, you know, they're into it. Yes. That's their thing. That's, that exactly it. That's yeah. their thing. How do we get this far off the track of the conference? Oh, man, that's all you have to do is just say squirrel and then. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Well, in that case, we're just going to have to play a little bit more music and get ourselves out of here, everybody. Uh, We got to move our way on to the rest of our day. And just like that, guess what? We are back for our last segment, everybody, the last sip of our imaginary drink for Dana. Because she did not have coffee with her. Mm. Probably because we were many hours past your coffee time. Absolutely. You know, and that's okay. 
I'll make up for it later. I'm sure you will. Probably mm-hmm. at home with some kind of peppermint stuff in their coffee. <laughs> Even though it's you know we're outside the Christmas holiday season, I'm sure Dana still has some peppermint I have, stuff. I have, so I have a collection of stuff. Things. I bet you do. Yes. I bet you do. Uh-huh. Well, Dana, to get us through this last minute or two of the show, do you have any new I Dare You To since uh, yesterday since <laughs> when yes. you had some? Again, people, that show is not going to be available uh, for download, unfortunately, if you weren't at the conference, oh, you didn't yeah. hear. We did not record it so that we would not embarrass anybody <laughs> or uh, in case a bad word came out, not with our financial aid people, but we didn't want to, you know, put anyone on the spot. But <laughs> Dana, today on our clean show. Okay. Anything you want to dare people to? Um, man. You can even repeat what you said, whatever, yesterday. Yeah, I, mean, I did. Uh, you know, so I gave out some, um, you know, music to check out. Yes, yes. Definitely. If you haven't already, uh, I can't hype it up enough. Uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, Silk the, Sonic, the Silk Sonic, Silk Sonic. Yeah, yeah. I still, I, I'm. Don't ask me to spell it, but Karagbin and Leon right. Bridges, their album. They have a uh, two. It's a uh, uh, Texas Sun and Texas Moon. Mm-hmm. Definitely check out. And I forgot to mention yesterday, um, um, Black Pumas. Oh, Black Pumas, great yeah. album. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I wanted to mention that yesterday, but it slipped my mind. But definitely. Check them out, um, and there's a lot of great stuff out there. It I don't really know, is. Lately, I've been in like a kind of like a soul funk type of vibe. Okay. So I've, I've been listening to a lot of that genre. Okay. Lately. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna throw out old style band with a new album out, um, and I've been listening to their old stuff lately too. So if you've heard it on the uh, uh, over the over the cubicle walls or whatever, Tears for Fears. You know what? They never get old. They haven't, and their new album, uh, named something I can't get to because I'd have to turn my head all the way around uh, on the other computer. They have a new album out, though, okay. and it's really good. But, I mean, I was going back and exploring, obviously, you know, the album that had, like, Shout and yeah. Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Uh-huh. But even a couple albums after that are really just fantastic, like mm-hmm. Seeds of Love, mm-hmm. uh, just fantastic stuff. and very different mm-hmm. from some other pop music. Yeah. And they're... There's messages behind those songs. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, they're like, deep. Yeah. You know, they're kind of really deep. Uh huh. Yeah. But when you start really, like you said, when you start really listening, then you're like, oh, shoot. You yeah. actually telling me something here. Mm-hmm. And then can I just piggyback off of Tears for Fears? Of so, course. Robert Glasper um, and his ensemble, they have their a new album too. It's Black Radio 3. Okay. And there's a remake of um, Everybody Wants to Rule the World with Layla Hathaway oh. in common. And wow. it is awesome. I think I've seen that album. I think it shows up under my jazz grouping. Okay, yeah, because yeah. they okay. are jazz. Well, okay. they would be considered jazz. Uh-huh. Okay, I saw, the, I saw the album and I was yeah. like, I don't know. I didn't look at all the artists listening, but uh-huh. next time I'll be playing that on my yeah. uh, uh, paid service here. At the very least, check, check their uh, version of... Everybody, Everybody wants to really, really nice. Yeah, it's so good. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. And it's Layla Hathaway. You can't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get any better than that. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, Dana. Well, I've held you up enough from the rest of your day of work. So we better <laughs> let everybody go here and get on with their lives. So I want to thank my co-host Dana here for joining us today on What's Brewing Seas. And of course, thank you, our audience, for tuning in. And if you have something to say or you have topics you want us to discuss, Email us at wbcisva at gmail.com. You can find this and all What's Brewing Cisva podcasts on Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts app, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn app. 
on your Amazon Echo by using Alexa. What's Brewing CISFA is a production of Studio 1051, a creative collaboration of Dennis and me. This has been episode number 169, recorded Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. Have a great day. And, and have, have a, a great, great week. week.